is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well, enjoying your summer. Uh, this show today is a pre-recorded show. I recorded it uh, in July, um, just before England won the World Cup. Hopefully, <laughs> I don't know if that happens, uh, but uh, we shall find out. Uh, Colin Manford is my guest this morning. Good morning, uh, my brother. Obviously, we don't just not just a crazy coincidence. Uh, but uh, stick around. Just don't text in. You can always get in touch with us on social media. Uh, Jason Manford uh, on the old Facebook, Colin underscore Manford on the Twitter, or just Absolute Radio on any of the social media networks. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio. Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Ah, Colin's here. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Thought I'd get you in. Oh, why not? Why not? You know what I mean? Get comedians on every week. You're a comedian. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Just also my brother. It's just a, it's a great time to be alive. <laughs> Isn't it? Aren't you, aren't you lucky? You're like the <laughs> Phil Neville. Yeah, oh. the, the utility Manford. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Nobody else was around. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm on holiday at the moment. I'm, I'll be... While this show is on, I'll be in uh, Portugal. It's crazy. Having a lovely time. Where will you be, do you reckon? I, uh, possibly the pub. The and by pub. the pub, I mean not getting drunk. Yeah, I, I, sounds... I have a pub. I know. What? So I've still got room to talk to you about this. So Colin has a pub in a little village called uh, Ozzeltwistle. Yes. It sounds like it's been made up. Sounds like it should be up there with Narnia. Yeah, like somebody, like it's in Harry Potter or something. <laughs> Yeah. But it's very much... I mean, I've been there. It's, it's not in Harry Potter. No. Well, no. unless it's something to do with the dark arts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a town of two towns. That's what yes, I call it now. That's, it's, a good, that's a good description, actually. So, yeah. No, it's um, it's all fun and games at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> Are you allowed to talk about it? <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm allowed to talk about. We have, we have found all the nice people, to be fair. Yes. So that's what I can say. It's a bit diplomatic. Yeah, um, of course. I wouldn't wish owning a pub on anyone. It definitely wasn't what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> no. I, I was lying in bed one day and just going... And that, to be fair, we were living in Oldham, so anything was going to be better than that. Oh, careful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was lying in bed, I, I just got married, and I thought, oh, I've always fancied a pub. Why don't we put this marriage to the test? <laughs> <laughs> Let's become landlords. Yeah, but then my wife then said, OK, you can have a pub, but only if it's in Oswaldwistle. Right. And that's... That was the What's negotiations. What's a random thing to just yeah? Do you know what? Do you know what we blame ultimately is, is our, our very own comedy club. Well, yes, we have. We so me and Colin run a comedy club, Empire. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going to call it. It is an empire from Matlock to Oswaldwistle. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got loads of comedy clubs, and one of them's in Aussie, and it's wonderful. It's, it's a lovely beautiful. gig, great yeah. people, and those people who come to our gig tricked Colin into thinking <laughs> everyone in that town was those people. Yeah, but then you move in and realise they're not, and you get a death threat. But that's like every, that's like everywhere. Like I say in this country, you're only ever five minutes away from getting punched in the face. Well, that's it, and uh, that's the way this country works. I think you're, if you're always learning lessons, though. Oh yeah, of course. Life can't be negative if you're learning lessons from it. So when I got the, I got a death threat, which is, which is always fun to get your first one. Yeah, but your I learned. Yeah. <laughs> I always, I, I learned from that that uh, if you're having an argument with someone, mm. don't lead with your main threat. No. Because you've got nothing to fall back on. Build up to it. Because this guy said to me, uh, right, I'm going to murder you. I was like, right. And then he, he's and gone big. He's gone straight for the big one. And then he goes, I'm going to smash your car up. I said, well, it doesn't matter because I'll be dead. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say from this point now. 
I'm done, mate. I'm no longer yeah. here. <laughs> Do what you want to my property. Cause... I'd have to sit on the phone for three hours to uh, <laughs> give insurance. insurance. Yeah. So I'm not worried about that. Um... Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford show on Absolute Radio. Colin Manford is with us here this morning. Yes. Uh, we are uh, brothers, of course. We, we we grew up together. We did. Like, like like a lot of brothers. We're not trying to be special. <laughs> no. A lot of us, a lot of, lot, of, lot of brothers and sisters grew up together. Um, we grew up in, in Manchester, here where we're actually recording the show today. Yeah, not too far from here, actually. No, no. We, we used to dream of coming into the city oh, centre. Oh, Castle. Tricky. What a treat that would have been. Growing up. And London. Oh, oh my dear. I never went to fancy London. London was definitely a dream. You saw it on telly. That was all you'd see it. Yeah, that was all you'd see it. We. Um, we only have we only ever had one holiday. Do you remember? We only had one holiday. I think Wales. So. Yeah, was that with the, I remember a giant statue. Yeah, it was a giant statue with, at with Butlins. A, a man with a beard, was it? He was. That was a statue. Yeah, that wasn't somebody who worked at Butlins. <laughs> Just staring at us. This is how poor we were. Not to give it the full whole Yorkshire music. Here, right? I know. <laughs> when we we were poor, but we were happy. Uh, but ours was our holiday. You might not know this actually, but our holiday was paid for. By the Lord Mayor's Fund. No, I didn't Did know, you not that, know that. No. Oh, I thought you didn't. Uh, yeah, it was paid for by the Lord Mayor's Fund, which was a, a fund in Manchester at the time. I don't know if it's still happening. Which was to help underprivileged children in uh, in the Manchester area have a holiday. That's crazy. That's who paid for our holiday. Oh, we were so poor. We were, were we? <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of it was hidden from us. Well, <laughs> there's only now I'm thinking. Hang on a minute. How poor were we? Well, I was chatting to my wife about this, and she went, you know, so we were poor and this that and the other. You have been poor off. Well, no, because she, she were quite well off oh, okay. growing up, parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then I thought, well, she went, well, did your mum and dad not work? I went, well, yeah, mum had, she was a matron of a nursing home and my dad was working in hospitals. And she yeah. went, why was you so broke then if there's two jobs and a matron's not? Yeah. I said, well, it's a good point, now. <laughs> yeah, we just need to look into this. <laughs> What's going on? Just backdate some of these transfers, eh? Yeah. But everybody has their own, everyone's got their own little backstory. Everyone's yeah. got their own thing that they, you know, they're proud of or they they think of when they were kids. I, I remember when, when I was going on tour with the show that I'm doing, Muddle Class, I remember saying to mum, um, I said, oh, I'm going to talk about this. And she was like, oh, do you have to? Because there's, there's sort of slight embarrassment for some reason for, for mums. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to give it the full Angela's ashes, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just going to sort of <laughs> talk about it a bit. She said, if you do, can you make sure you tell everybody there's a lot of love in our house? Oh. Which there was, to be fair. But um, can't pay a bailiff with love, can you? No. <laughs> well, saying that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the Christmas we got postponed. Oh, yeah, postponement of Christmas. Christmas. That wasn't the, That's I, how poor we were! <laughs> yeah, we, we'd have no it tomorrow. Christmas! All the kids knocking on, showing us what they got for Christmas. What did we you like, get? Nothing, mate. A chat. <laughs> we had a chat. Dad made us a mixtape. <laughs> yeah. That's what I got. An absolute mixtape. Not an absolute one either. No such thing. Not then. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that was a weird I remember there being a moment where where dad said to us, he lined us up and he said, Um, look guys, there's gonna be no Christmas presents this Christmas. And that straight away tears. You and yeah. my other brother Stephen crying. Oh, oh why, why? And I'd not I'd kept it together. And my dad was like, How come you're so calm? I was about eight. How come you're so calm? I said, Look, you know, I know it's not hard, but don't worry about it because Father Christmas gets us all our presents anyway. <laughs> now, I've, I've worked it out. I've nailed it. Yeah. A lot of pressure there. <laughs> A on lot Santa. of pressure. A lot of pressure on the big guy. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. 
uh, this morning. Colin, uh, my brother, is here and uh, I'm on holiday. I'm in Portugal, probably, somewhere like that, or Spain. I don't know where we're going yet. Uh, but that's where I'm... Um, so what I've tried to do is, rather than be off-air every week, i tried to, throughout the summer, sort of pre-recording some of these shows. So uh, we've got one with Steve Edge. Uh, you can hear a best of with Rob Brydon and John Bishop and Sarah Millican and Peter Kay. Uh, and today... And me. Brother Colin. <laughs> no pressure. Brother Colin. No, no pressure, Colin. <laughs> Uh, on the show, I don't know if you listen to the show uh, of a week. I'm sure you do, like the rest of the family doesn't. Um, <laughs> they uh, we we do a thing called idiot amnesty occasionally, and this is just what the moment where you've just been an absolute idiot. What an idiot! Uh, and I, it's just an amnesty to come clean, no judgment, just to okay. say, do you know what? It's all right. Everyone can be an idiot sometimes. Don't worry about it. Uh, so I t- posted it online a little while back. Um, and it could be anything from Dan Ellis, who said, uh, he asked recently t- his wife, um, what's the little boy called in the film Pete's Dragon? Oh. It's easy done. Stuff oh, like okay. that. You know, Michelle Maitland once asked her fiancé, how do you spell GCSE? Nice. This is the sort of thing we're going for. It's just that moment where your brain just goes, Duh. Well, I actually, I've, I had one yesterday. Oh, wow, go on. And I was ashamed of myself. Oh, no. I, I was on the, you know, the HQ app? Oh, yeah, the... Um, Everyone's on the, the quiz app and the stuff. The quiz app. It's massive, isn't it? I'm on there. Oh, it's crazy, but I had a nightmare yesterday. Oh, no, go on. Was, no, Yeah, yesterday was uh, a question that was so easy. It was about uh, which monarch had signed uh, the, the, Mag- the Magna Carta. The Magna Carta, yeah. Um, and the options were... <laughs> So it was, uh, was it King John, right? Who did? Mm. And then there was Elizabeth the Third, obviously yeah. not that one. No, uh, and Charles the Fifteenth. Um, yeah, I went with Charles. <laughs> Charles the Fifteenth. <15th. laughs> Charles the Fifteenth. Who doesn't exist? I got confused yet. by the, the the numerals, and then instantly went. Oh no! I was with all and, my regulars in the pub, but oh, I thought, Do you mate. know what? I'm gonna have to own this. I could have just pretended, but I said no. I am ashamed of myself. <laughs> well, I sometimes take pictures of the um, of the HQ app. I don't know if you've played this game, by the way. It's just like, it's like a free app thing where you can win money on online. I'm not it's plugging like, it. I'm not telling you to do it, but it's you know it's yeah. all right. I can't work out how they make money. That's what I'm trying to work Apparently, out. Apparently, I I heard somewhere there's a lot of celebrities and rich people sponsor certain shows. Oh, okay, fair so, enough. Well, so I, I know. Um, I think Jay Z did one last year for like twenty five mm. grand. Oh, fair enough. Fair oh. enough. Um, but the, the question was, and it tells you how many people went for what answer, right? So I've been taking pictures of them. What do a bride and groom traditionally swap at their wedding as a symbol of their love, right? Is it two-for-one cinema tickets, wedding rings, or cream eggs? Now, 127,809 people, obviously, went for wedding rings, which is what I did as well. 427 people went for two-for-one cinema tickets. And 297 idiots went for cream Cream egg. egg. I mean, what? These are people who they. These people also get a vote. It's, it's... <laughs> That's what I don't get it. They also get to have a vote in who the government is and whether we're in EU or not. It's crazy. It, it suddenly speaks volumes to. Well, this was the other one. Which of the following is a common cause of hay fever? One hundred twenty-six thousand people went with pollen. 241 said plimsolls and 200 numpties said penguins. <laughs> How's this a thing? It's crazy. I mean, I know you panic sometimes in the moment, but come on now. Yeah, like, like getting the, the monarchs and stuff. That's, that's a crazy... Mm, I'm going to put that up there with the plimsolls. <laughs> Charles the 15.
Real music matters. Idiot amnesty time on Absolute Radio. Uh, some absolute beauties, as usual, coming out on the Facebook and uh, and Twitter. Uh, Debbie Plain said, I-, I once asked the price of something in a pound shop. Nice. That's easy done, isn't it? That's easy done. So, funnily enough, when I was in the Isle of Man, uh, their pound shop, everything's £1.20 because of the tax, like the import oh, tax. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Livid. Yeah. I don't think so. That's no, not how it I works. paid his 20p extra. No way. Adam Milham. Uh, he says, I worked with a guy who swore that when your iPad was full of songs, it physically weighed more <laughs> than when you deleted them. He was 100% serious. Imagine. Craggy, what songs you got on there? <laughs> Uh, Craig Ford says, My missus came out with a blinder, lying in bed one morning. She said, It sounds cold out there. It sounds cold. It sounds cold outside. But I can oh, sort of, you know. That's deep, that. I like that one. You yeah. can hear the wind, maybe, or the rain, or. No, you can't hear like... cold, but you know, the weather, maybe. I think he's been a bit harsh there. I think so, yeah. Alan says, I was in Sunderland watching Wolves play. I spent the night in Newcastle. It's only over the, over the bridge there. I got quite drunk and I went on a karaoke. I finished singing and shouted, I love you, Sunderland, forgetting I was in Newcastle. Oh. I made a hasty exit. That is a big mistake on a microphone. They, yeah, especially in the North East, they're yeah, not. They're very proud of their towns. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're the same here in the North West, to be fair. If you, if you give it good evening, Liverpool. Oh, of course, yeah. In the centre of Manchester and vice versa, you would be lucky to get out. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fine line, isn't it? Well, that's the thing with rivalries, you know what I mean? Between cities and towns. Over a certain IQ level, it's just a bit of a laugh, but under it, someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> Bev Edmondson. Last night, I was standing at my front door trying to open it with my car key, aiming the key fob at the front door and pushing the button and being very frustrated that it wouldn't unlock. Bev was hammered. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that's not... That's not a sober thing, is it? That's a very drunk thing. I was, uh, I was away last week and I, used, I had to use a higher car and it was because uh, I in my car at the moment it's one of them where you just have to have the keys in your pocket and then you press start and it and the car starts you don't even have to put the key in the thing to turn it like like you have to but this this car not only did I have to put the key in to turn it I had to put the key in the door to unlock the door well, that's how the cavemen used to drive cars <laughs> do you know what I mean wow. that's my wife Fred Flintstone here <laughs> to run yeah I, I I couldn't even work it out for ages. The other thing I did is my own little amnesty. This was, I, was, I was away, I was in Europe. And uh, I did. A th- I went shopping, I went to a supermarket, and I got these bits, and I put them in the boot of the car, and then I went round, there was, it was a packed car park, and I went round and got in what I thought was the driver's side, but it was the passenger <laughs> side. And because there were so many people around, I just got in and sat there for ages, until <laughs> at least most of the people had moved on. Then just got out and got in the driver's side. Out, yeah. That's pretty idiot amnesty, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I do that all the time. Uh, Nicole says, when my friend's dad died when we were younger, he was quite a strict man and she used to get grounded for tiny things. When he passed away, she broke the news and I responded, well, think of the positives. He can't ground you, now he's dead. Wow. wow. That's dark. That is dark. I still want to crawl into a hole <laughs> ten years later. Wow. That is pretty awkward. But sometimes you don't think, do you? You know, when you when someone tells you something just, like that. Just in the moment, yeah. It's... There's that classic story. I don't know if it's a real story, if it's apocryphal, of the of people sort of not knowing what LOL stands for, thinking it stands oh, for God, lots yeah. of love, instead of you laugh out loud and sort of saying, oh, you know, so, sorry your dad died, LOL. Oh, well, it's like it's like an... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like Facebook, though. If you update your status going, uh, oh, but Nana died. Yeah. And people like it, and you go, what are you liking it for? Yeah, I know. But Arch. then, you, and if you do the love, well, 
It's just weird. I think emojis are so patronising. Like, even the crying faces, that you're like... <laughs> Nana's died. <laughs> yeah, just, just this little yellow, yellow emoji. Just Tongue sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it is. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I was actually... This is just before England won the World Cup. Uh, we're, we've just beat Sweden. Yeah. That happened yesterday. It's nailed on. And uh, we've got Croatia on Wednesday, and then hopefully the World Cup final against, I presume, Belgium. I hope so. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Because sort of, obviously people listening know, know exactly what happened and we don't know what's happened yet. Yeah, no, no spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. <laughs> I can't believe you told us England won the World Cup in advance. <laughs> um, I did have, talking of idiot amnesty, uh, God bless my mother, but she... Um, she said to me, I was on, I was away last week and uh, I was in Portugal and uh, she said, um, I said, oh, I've been watching all the, all the World Cups. First time I've got a chance to sit down and watch all the World Cup games. And she said, um, she said, oh, do they have it on the telly over there? I was like, it's the World Cup. <laughs> it's not just on the BBC and ITV. It's not just ours, yeah. even though hopefully it will be. One I mean, once it's home, it's home. It's coming home, isn't it? Well, I don't know. We don't know. Did it come home? We don't know, because we're in August. <laughs> it's very confusing. It's like, this is what Marcy McFly feels like all the time. All the time. Where are we, Doc? <laughs> I just watched number three again the other day. It's a great franchise, isn't it? It's, do you know what? People have a go at Back to the Future 3 because of the train and the Wild West. But I've got to tell you, it stands up. It, stand, it stood the test of time, all three of those films. It's technology, Don't mean that it? as a pun either. It's no, just no, a, yeah, it's... It's just a great film, great franchise. Why can't you have a flying train? Doc! What's going on? We've got to get back to 1885. Marty! Everything's done at like 100% the whole film. Marty! Where we're going, we don't need roads! Oh, I loved it. And there was I was on a plane watching it and two fellas, like one sat next to me on the left ear and one fella on, on, behind me on the aisle watched the whole film in silence because I had headphones on. But that's how good the film is. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, it's a great film. It's well up there. Because sometimes you watch films that you watched when you were a kid thinking, oh, this was a classic, and then when you watch it as a grown-up, you're like... Oh, oh no. no, definitely, yeah. I think it's a good, it's a good debate to have, though. I find, I find this. Name mm. your, fav- your favourite film franchise. Ah, that's a good and one. And that really makes people think then, because obviously you, you have the Back to the Future, you have the Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter's, James Bond, the Godfather trilogy, you know, it's... Mm. it's a, but I don't, it's a fascinating I think, debate. But I don't the, think anything holds up against Back to the Future. Even, think, uh, even Godfather. Anything time travel is fantastic. Any any show that I like that does an episode of time travel, oh, I love it. Like Family Guy, I love Family Guy. But when <laughs> when Stewie goes back in time or in the future, you're like, I was I'm thinking on it. like Quantum, I'm on it. Quantum Leap. Now that was a classic. Ah, before my time. Oh, shut up. Well, before it can't be before your time because it's, <laughs> it's any time actually. Uh, after t- after uh, what time will it be? After nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Blag it. After nine o'clock this morning, uh, we're going to be talking teenagers and when they go bad. Ooh. Stick around. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well, enjoying your summer so far. I'm currently on holiday, but uh, for you and for me, I, uh, I pre-recorded some of these shows, so uh, so we weren't apart for the whole summer, you know, because otherwise I'd be away for four weeks, and I just I just miss you guys, just miss oh, you. So lovely. Uh, my brother Colin is here as well, uh, and um, in fact, I'm going to tell you something you don't know about this because it only happened last night. Um, so I come home last night. I had a gig in uh, Wrexham last night. And I come home last night and no one's... I have an empty house, so my wife's away at a wedding. Um, my children, are, are, you know, they're staying at their mum's. Like, so I had. A, I knew I was getting back for 11 o'clock 
from Wrexham. An early finish. Nice. I still had to be up early on a Sunday to get into the show, but I just thought, oh, great, get home, watch a bit of telly, might order a bit of food. You know, I, I was really chilled. I was really looking forward to it. And I got home, and on the driveway... There's a like a white car parked on the driveway, and I think, who's this? But that's the sort of neighbours we have. Like they'll, it's like a reciprocal thing. If if you've got friends, you know, I'm happy for, to let you use our driveway. You yeah. can fit a couple of cars on. I'm not showing off, but it's, it's a decent size. <laughs> it's, it's a good size. It's a good size. Good size. Three cars. And, um, I've not got three cars, but it fits three cars. And um, anyway, I was thinking. Anyway, I went to unlock the door. It was already unlocked. What? So I go in to the house, and I can hear laughter. And ribaldry. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? I'm like, and I walk in, and our younger brother, Niall, who is what, 18? Yeah. 18, is has got a VR headset on for my PlayStation in my living room. There's cans, beer cans all over the place, pizza boxes. He's got about eight lads just sat on the couch. No. Yeah. And I walked in, I'm like, what's going on? In my living room. No. And he went, Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were going down to Bristol after you... Because on my website, I go Wrexham to Bristol. <laughs> and he's obviously gone, oh, he'll, he'll go straight to Bristol. Oh. And they were out getting on it in town and then went, hey, I know, let's go back to Jason's. My house, and there's a spare key, like, you know, at my mum's. He's got the spare key. And then gone to my house, my home... Wow. ..with the lads. Can you believe it? Wow. And then, because I'm so, like, nice and British, even though I was fuming, I was like, what, this is out of order now. I'm kicking off a little bit. But then I sort of then had to... I went upstairs then, because it was awkward. I went, just clear up and, you know. And then I just sort of stay out of the way, because I felt like an old man giving it, what's going on here? Like, even though it was... (laughs) Oh. That's what... I mean, that's out of character from him, to be fair. He's a nice boy, but... What a weird... And he was like... And because he was hammered, he was like slurring as well. He was like, I'm, I'd, I thought you were going to Brazil. Like, he couldn't even talk. Oh. Uh, alcohol, though, eh? And do you know what the first thing I did was? Told mum. Yeah. <laughs> Never too old to ring mum. Rang her straight up. Guess what's just happened? I, she went, I'll give him a bloody yeah. talking to. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> that is crazy, isn't it? Drunk logic's fantastic, though. Yeah, I know, yeah. I, like, I do like... I appreciate drunk logic because everything at the time is... This is a great idea. Oh my! And why then, don't we? Why don't we do this every week when he's on tour? He'll never know. He'll never know. And I wouldn't have known. The other thing that actually annoyed me was if he'd have actually texted me early on in the day and said, "I've got some of the lads later on, you know, and we're doing now. Do you mind if we come around and play the PlayStation at your house?" I'd have been well up for that. No, definitely. Yeah, but you... I'd already made a plan in my head. I was going to have a bath, light some candles, nice glass of wine. <laughs> on my day. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been asking this this morning on uh, social media. I've been asking uh, teenagers when they go bad. Have you ever been done by uh, you know? By, have your parents come home early, caught you mid party, uh, or vice versa? You've caught them in the act. So don't text in, uh, but you can feel free to let me know on social media. It'd be nice to hear from you. Jason, Jason. Absolute Radio, Manford. where real music matters. Talking about uh, when teenagers go bad. After I got home last night, my brother was essentially having a party in my house because he thought I wasn't going to be coming home. The, the <laughs> balls on the guy. The, Wait, the kahunas. Wait till you see my brother's driveway. <laughs> yeah. Fit three cars on it. Uh, Laura on uh, on Facebook, she said, I had a house party while my mum was away for the night. 
got busted as the house was too clean when she got back. Wow. So she inspected it from top to bottom and found a beer bottle top behind a photo frame. I was so close. Oh. Too clean. Wow. That's unbelievable. That she came and was like, hang on, something's gone on here. This is too tidy. That's interesting. That's getting but so, so you can you can go too far. Yeah. To cover your. So dress. really, you should tidy up properly after the party, and then mess it up again. Just a little bit of mess. Yeah. It's clever. Very clever. Casey Anne Marie says my sister Keely had a huge house party at our house when my mum went away. She was about seventeen. It ended up being one of those parties that random people turn up at. Mm-hmm. They were partying in the hot tub and then all jumped in the shower afterwards. All was well and good until there were too many people in the shower and the dining. room room ceiling fell through no. oh no someone also took all the christmas presents two brand new phones and an ipod safe to say uh, she got a huge telling off she's 25 now but it still comes up every single christmas wow what kind of that sounds like one hell of a party though if you're all getting in the shower together afterwards yeah i don't go to these kind of parties no none of teenager. our friends had a hot tub <laughs> no we might have had we might have had a, a bath with someone had a wind problem but that was as close you were getting to yeah. a bubble bath my goodness wow Richard Palmer followed through uh, on the on the messages. He said, I wish I had that sort of upbringing. When I was young, a hot tub was just known as a bath. Our phone was tied to the wall, so if someone nicked it, you just had to follow the wire. And that's where they were. <laughs> and an iPad was something you put over your eye when you got hurt. <laughs> Things have changed, Richard. Things have changed, Richard. But... but our brother Stephen had a party, didn't he, that time? Oh, yeah. He, uh, we How old were... was he? About 16. About 16, 17. We all, we all went away uh, as a family. And... Uh, I don't know who, who rang us. Someone rang us and said, "You need to come back." And Stephen had had a house party, but he got so drunk, so drunk before everyone else and passed out that the random people, like like on that previous day, yeah. showed up in white vans to raid the house. And we didn't have a lot of stuff to nick. No, but one but of them they did. did they went for it. We had the PlayStation One at the time. Yes, that went. And I I was really sad because I was playing Grand Theft Auto and I'd nearly completed it. Oh. And they stole even the memory card. And Have they no shame? They threw my, my penny jar out the window. <laughs> it was it was chaos. Unbelievable. It was awful. Things. The worst thing they did, which is not really for breakfast radio, is they went through our parents, well, my mother's drawers, shall we say. Yeah, special drawers. Special drawer. drawers. And posted the contents of those drawers through the neighbours' letterboxes. Can you imagine next door but one knocking on saying, is this yours? <laughs> I think she, she did, but it was an awkward amount of time left. Yeah, it was so like a why, week, wasn't it? Why did she wait a week before returning it? Well, you've got to build up the courage, I think, to even just pick it up. <laughs> just staring at it every day. Imagine it, was, it wasn't until the dog brought it you. <laughs> oh, horrendous. And Nana wasn't happy. Nana wasn't happy. She bought us some special bowls that year, didn't she? Yeah, she did. With faces on. They were smashed all over the road. Yeah. I mean, it was, I actually smashed them because I hated those balls. <laughs> yeah, I just was, thought, why? It was Jason all This along. is a way to get rid of them. <laughs> no, they got smashed in the rain, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Carly Manford's here this morning for the, uh, for the duration until 11 o'clock. Uh, we're talking this morning about uh, when teenagers go bad. Oh yes, that's what we're talking about. When you well, maybe it was you had the party and you got busted uh, by your folks, or vice versa, or just anything. I just think that why, why, why do kids keep doing these things? Stop it. June says my stepdaughter used to be on the phone for hours. This was in the nineties, uh, on the phone for hours in our hallway. Whenever we went out, my husband used to put a lock on the phone. This wow. is. I mean, there'll be people now under twenty-five going, "What 
on earth is happening? You mean yeah. like a, what, like a thumbprint lock? <laughs> no, no, like he put a padlock on an actual... Oh, an actual padlock. An wow. actual phone. She used to go over the road to her friends, get her phone, bring it back and plug it in. No way. <laughs> <laughs> she thought we would never get the bill. That's pretty clever, that, isn't it? Yeah. Jenny Simpson says, I was heading back to uni. Couldn't work out why my younger brother was so keen for me to leave. Got halfway to the station, realised I'd forgotten something, so went back to the house to see my brother pulling out of the drive in my parents' BMW. Wow. <sighs> no. Wow. Wow. We've stepped up again now. Huh? <laughs> it really has. Chelsea Greer, I've come home from college with my infant baby daughter, got the pram into the house and found my older brother sat on the sofa with a huge grin on his face. Scared me to death. Apparently, he could fit his arm through the letterbox and open the door from the inside. Whoa. This is a thing that used to happen a lot. You, you used to be able to do just, this sort of thing. let yourself in. To let yourselves into people's houses. Oh, Stephen did that, though. And he, he broke into our house with uh, armed loads of chilli. And he booby-trapped the whole house. Wow, I don't know so he, Yeah, he got this... You know, he you, you always orders this chilli that's illegal in this yeah, country. Yeah, my brother's one of these people who, like, so, I found this Mexican chilli that'll burn your eyes out. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, let's have a spoonful. Yeah, they used to use it <laughs> as weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, that's uh, it. He broke in one time and he, he mixed the, the powder in the tin of coffee. Mm-hmm. So that was mum, mum got pranked. Then she's allergic to chilli, so could have killed her. Yeah. Um, Total air. He went into the fridge and smeared like chilli paste over all the cans of beer that me and dad used to drink. Why would you do this? He went upstairs, got my toothbrush and dipped <gasps> it in the chilli powder. But oh then, goodness. the main event, he'd made a paste and squirted it into dad's fixident. That's well out of order. <laughs> For his false teeth. For <laughs> his false teeth. And once they're in, they're in for a good 12 hours. We were going to the match and, and dad's like... It warm my mouth. Anyway, <laughs> by the time his teeth came out later, blisters everywhere. Oh my goodness! That's next, not a prank. That's next, GBH. It's the next level, isn't it? It's the next level. He's a psychopath, that boy. No one trusts him. No, you can't. Any time he comes around, he's like, "Oh, I made these muffins." You're like, "Well, I'm stick them up your backside, make that." You know. He's used his kids before now to in on the prank. <laughs> yeah. And this is, he made them and said, "Oh, you know, my sons helped me make this because no one trusts Stephen." So no. it was my uncle who went, "Oh, I'll I'll try one then, bit it." Straight away, he was like, oh, done, done him, done. And her friend's daughter tried it and she was crying. And then actual it, tears, actual tears. But instead of any symphony, 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 sympathy, symphony, sympathy, sympathy. There you go. Wow, that was fine. tough, wasn't it? It's fine. We can edit that out. That's the beauty of the pre record. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, instead of any of that, sympathy, sympathy. What is wrong with you? Okay. Can <laughs> I bring you the amnesty back? <laughs> Do you want an egg cup? Sympathy. <laughs> So and and it, it, instead of any sympathy, yeah. her mum just said, what have I told you about eating food at the Manfords? And that, that's who we became. Wow, we're those people. We are those Manfords who you don't eat food at their house. There you go, lesson learnt. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Talking this morning about teenage parties gone wrong, either yours uh, or your teenagers, depending on who it is. Uh, Colin Lawrence messaged me here on Facebook. She says, I had a house party for my 17th. My sister worked at the local pub. After way too much of a drink, I fell down the stairs and pulled the banister clean off the wall. It's only this year, I'm nearly 29, me and my sister finally told them that I was drunk. (laughs) 
<laughs> it didn't happen with me just clumsy after work. Oh, wow. Oh, you've got to come clean. You've got to come clean at some point. I must be eating you alive all these years. Yeah, it just <laughs> gets to you, doesn't it, after a while. <laughs> uh, let's have a little look what else we've got. Uh, Lindsay M- uh, McKay says, I caught my 15-year-old son diving out of his bedroom window yesterday with his girlfriend. We told him that we were going away for the weekend and he was supposed to be staying at my sister's. They weren't expecting us back at all. Oh, oh imagine. Busted. Diving out of the window. Though. Oh, I remember that, though, as a teenager. Just that... You know, you're sort of having a little kiss and a little canoodle and then suddenly, is that a diesel engine? <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are they lights on the, the bedroom ceiling? Oh, that heart, your heart goes sore. Yeah, Esther says, my son had a house party. This is horrible, by the way. If you're eating your breakfast, I apologise. My son had a house party when I went away. I came back and everything was fine. I was praising him on how clean the house was until I went to use the hoover. He had hoovered up sick. Oh, no. The smell was awful, but all the lads came up at the idea of hoovering it up. That is one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. That's Yeah, it's not... That is not good. Well, apart from M. Louise, who says, we all went to a party at a friend's house where when her parents were away. One of the group was ill uh, all over the bedroom carpet. No one was able to clean it up because of the, they were gipping so much. So I rolled the bed over it and sprayed Giorgio Beverly Hills perfume <laughs> and dropped some body shop Dubri oils on it and then went garden hopping. That's wow, the sort of thing they did. <laughs> that was a, that's a very and 90s... Job, and job done. That's us, like, <laughs> running around like their public enemy. Love it. Uh, and Colette says, my son always tries and sneaks in when I'm asleep, so I'm up at five for work. He can't do it anymore because I've got a, a doorbell that picks up motion. Oof. That is sneaky mum work. Imagine wow. that, just even starting to sneak you around. Bing bong! Oh, God, man. Wouldn't that be annoying, though, just... Yeah, just like the wind, goes off, dogs, yeah. postman. I, I, to be honest, I've got to a point where I don't even answer... Unless I know who's at the door, don't answer it. I do that. I'm not expecting anyone. Nah, it's like not... when, when my phone rings and I think last time mum came to visit, mm. my phone rang and went, my wife and my mum are both here. Yeah, that's it, the Who's people. ringing me now? I don't have friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have a thing on my phone because sometimes I leave my phone charging. Or I've, I've got one of those annoying bedrooms where I haven't got a plug socket next to my bed. Oh, what? So I, have to, I know. So I have to charge it on the other side of the room. Um, and, but my, I've got the thing setting where it tells you who's calling. Oh, nice. So it'll be like, uh, it'll be like Colin. Colin New or whatever it is, Colin 2018 or whatever the number it is, you know, <laughs> and uh, Stephen or whatever it is, uh, Lucy, uh, Mum or whatever it is, and whoever it is, then I can decide whether it's worth getting out of bed for. I like, no, I like that. Do you know what I mean? So it'll go, it'll go ring, 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 Mum. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having over 20 minutes. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hope you're well this August Sunday morning. This show's pre-recorded. It's uh, I did it back in uh, back in July, just so uh, just so we could be together all summer when I was away on my holidays. That was the idea of it. So I got my, I wrote my brother Colin in to come in and have a bit of a chat this morning. Yeah. Uh, we're talking this morning about when parties go wrong, teenage parties, house parties, that sort of thing. When uh, it wasn't really a party to be fair, but essentially I came back last night. My youngest brother, who's 18, didn't know I was going to be home, and a lot of his mates were sat in my living room. Drinking and playing my PlayStation. A, a gathering. It was a gathering. That's what I used to call my pies. Yeah, it was. It was a bit of a gathering, to be fair. Uh, so I asked online uh, on Facebook uh, and Twitter when parties go wrong. Uh, Ian Atkins said, "I had a house party. We got busted because I'd put the empty bottles in the recycling bin." <laughs> so he was too good. Don't recycle after a party. No, okay. well, just all go straight to the tip. Of course, you've got to make sure destroy every... all evidence. All evidence, mate. 
Straight to the tip. Unbelievable. This is not the hangover. It's not the hangover <laughs> film. You've got time to get out of there. Why is there a tiger and a monkey in <laughs> mum's living room? Laura Jones said, I only found out that my son had had a party when I saw a music video online and recognised my decor. No. <laughs> wow, he'd actually recorded a music video at his mum's house. Like an episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> That's amazing. Lynn says, my brother and I had a house party many years ago, busted after one of his friends melted a hole in the garden table. Wow. That's the problem, isn't it? You've not got... See, they don't have yellow pages anymore, so you can't even give it like, uh, hello, French polishers. You can't even give it any of that. And sort it out. The good old days. Good times. We, I got the copy of the yellow pages last week, the last ever edition. Is it? The, yeah, it came through to the pub and it was, uh, you can't see what I'm doing, but it's no. like, an, like an inch right. thick maximum. So instead of the massive it's wedge. What we used to have. It, yeah, it, you it, stand it was like on a, it. So you it's could... like a little pamphlet now, you like... Just you have to stand on it so you could kiss a taller girl. Yeah, like all the uses it used to have. Oh yeah, really? Not, not I didn't even know this till Adam. To be honest. Yeah, well, I think it was the last edition, and obviously, all everything's online now. That's the thing. I mean, who's who's leafing through the yellow pages? Other than a criminal in a in a like a cafe at midnight. <laughs> That's the only time you see it, and then he rips out the pages. That's what yeah, they always he's found. Do. He's found the number he wanted, and no one else can have that. And number then he now. takes the page. Every time they do it. So annoying. Scumbags. That's why it's gone out of business. That's one of the reasons. And I, do you know what? I, I lose sympathy with the main character of a film when he does that. Yeah. I go, no, you've got total disregard for anyone else in yeah. your life. There's, there's numbers on the other side. Absolutely. <laughs> but what about if somebody needs to ring us French polishers? Hey? Yeah, and... You've ruined it just because you need to speak to Frank. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. Colin Manford is here uh, this morning, my brother. And we're talking, we're actually talking about my other brother who had ended up having a bit of a gathering yes. at my house last night without telling anyone. Uh, so I was asking you if that had happened to you, if you'd been busted by your parents. Amy Beth said on Facebook, I had a house party and the TV fell off the stand. No. But I only got busted because I drunkenly rang my mum and dad to ask where the Hoover was. <laughs> Imagine that, two o'clock in the morning. Where's the Hoover? What? Where's, the, where's Henry? Where's the Hoover? I just need to clean up before you get back. Don't! <laughs> it's easy done. It's easy done, to be fair. We can all, you know... Drunk logic, again, it comes in. It is, yeah. Well, you must see a lot of drunk logic at the pub. Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. It's the, it's the people who question rules. Or when you've told them they've had one too, yeah, you've had enough, pal. Why don't you come back tomorrow? Oh, come on, mate, just a, a sambuca. Oh, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right then. A quick, quick shot of a forty percent alcohol, yeah, yeah. That'll, that, that can't go wrong. Come on, it? mate, come on. <laughs> just what? Just have a bit of symphony. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We were doing like, there was like a sweepstake at your work, wasn't it? At the yeah, pub. we did a, a World Cup sweepstake. 20, 20 quid in. 20 and uh, an envelope. Yeah. And, you, and you didn't get your envelope until late into the knockout stages. Yeah. Um, before the England Columbia game. That's right. I, I text the family WhatsApp group just to say, I've got some envelope, envelopes left if you, if you want to yeah. join in. And Jason thought, I think your wife already got one for your kids. So I got one for the kids, one for me. And, uh, and then you were like, right, send us the money. So I tra- had to transfer. So I sent two lots of £20, £20 pounds yeah. over. Uh, and um, and my, I think my reference was... Because at the bottom it gives you an optional reference. Yeah. Every time. So I will often just put, like... I mean, I think I put something like 
Bum Bum Toys or something like that. I don't know, something really childish. You had, you had Ransom Money and Bum Bum Toys. Oh, yeah, toys. Ransom Money, yeah. Ransom Money and Bum Bum Toys. So that's now on my bank statement. If I needed it for anything now. <laughs> <laughs> I it's so childish, but I just, I do it all the time. Hilarious, though. Get, uh, guilt Trip Money, I do that sometimes for Mum. Uh, beer Money, I do that sometimes that's for my Nana. Mom. Um, yeah. like I, I'll just I'll really I'll really try and go for it ransom money is you've got to be careful with ransom money yeah. um, the only time it's backfired is um, I put um, I put uh, money laundering uh, to uh, to a mate of mine and I did get a phone call off the bank oh wow yeah. as if a criminal would be so daft to go <laughs> right just just so I've got it clear in my head that's money laundering that's drug money just put the references that's drug <laughs> yeah. money that's murder money like that's yeah. not how it works but to be fair they have to check these things so I just asked on Facebook I was like look if you've transferred money to a friend and not put a funny reference are you even friends and I'm telling you I think it one of the most popular Things I've ever put on Facebook. 1,800 responses I got. Wow. From a lot of people. Uh, for various different reasons. Um, uh, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Ann, she says, my husband always sends me money with a reference, cashy cash face. It annoys me so much that I'd rather be skint. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Nicole says, every time I do a transfer to my mum, I put beer money, like me and my That's nana. That's classic, yeah. Uh, wouldn't mind, but she doesn't even drink. A bank must think she's an alcoholic. <laughs> Barry says, I work in a bank and I've seen some crackers, but believe it or not, someone actually got declined for a mortgage because someone put the old classic cocaine and stripper money. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Someone's not giving you a mortgage for a joke. But also, I would give them a mortgage because they've clearly got money. <laughs> Yeah, you, that's not, got, it's not cheap lifestyle. That. That's, <laughs> that's not that's not a cheap hobby. You're quite right. You're quite right. Although this is a heartbreaking one. Carly McDonald says during a family spat, I blocked my sister on WhatsApp and Facebook. A few days later, I went on my online banking and she transferred me a pound with "unblock me, please." Oh, bless. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good use of the banking system. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, just having a little look on the on the Facebook here of the other references people have uh, have put on. I mean, I can't say most of them. I am out loud. So, yeah. <laughs> so what I'll, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a bonus link on the podcast, and we will put all the all the ones that we weren't able to include <laughs> on the actual show. Uh, the, the sort of more PG ones are things like Julie Stewart, who said her son would send her money with the reference Wonga loan, which then resulted in our mortgage application being refused because the bank thought we'd had a loan out with ridiculous interest <laughs> rates. That could, that could happen. Sarah Southern says, "My, uh, I'm barred from PayPal because it thinks I run an escort service. My other half thought it would be funny. Now it's funny because I use his PayPal constantly. Yes. So you got the back. You got, she got the last laugh there. Stacey Louise says, I did this often to my partner. I want to put drug money as a joke, but his accountant did not find it funny. They haven't got the best sense of humour, anyway. They're not they? the people you go yeah. to for a laugh. <laughs> yeah. Are they? Oh, you know, John, he's a laugh. What does he do? An accountant. Yeah. Never happened. <laughs> it's never been said. Never happened. Aaron Swan, I sent money to my mum and put the reference sex shop refund <laughs> to his own mother. Oh, very close. It'll be on her statement along with a load of purchases from Amsterdam as her and my dad have just been holiday there. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have a little bit extra in there as well. <laughs> Absolutely love that. Uh, so, yeah, I'll put a little bonus one on... Um, on, on the podcast after the show because, um, crikey, some of these you could not. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, they're, they're making my eyes melt. Just look. 
just looking at them. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, we're talking this morning about uh, when teenagers go bad. Oh, yes. That's what we're talking about. When you, when, maybe it was you had the party and you got busted uh, by your folks, or vice versa, or just anything. That you just think, that, why, why? Why do kids keep doing these things? Stop it. June says, my stepdaughter used to be on the phone for hours. This was in the 90s. Uh, on the phone for hours in our hallway. Whenever we went out, my husband used to put a lock on the phone. This wow. is. I mean, there'll be people now under 25 going, what? on earth is happening you mean yeah. like a what like a thumbprint lock no no like he put a padlock on an actual oh, an actual padlock an wow. actual phone she used to go over the road to her friends get her phone bring it back and plug it in no way <laughs> <laughs> she thought we would never get the bill that's pretty clever that isn't it jenny yeah. simpson says i was heading back to uni couldn't work out why my younger brother was so keen for me to leave Got halfway to the station, realised I'd forgotten something, so went back to the house to see my brother pulling out of the drive in my parents' BMW. Wow. No. Wow. Wow. We've stepped up again now. (laughs) It really has. Chelsea Greer, I've come home from college with my infant baby daughter, got the pram into the house and found my older brother sat on the sofa with a huge grin on his face. Scared me to death. Apparently, he could fit his arm through the letterbox and open the door from the inside. Whoa. This is a thing that used to happen a lot. You, you used to be able to do this sort of just thing. let yourself in. To let yourselves into people's houses. Oh, Stephen did that, though. And he, he broke into our house with uh, armed loads of chilli. And he booby-trapped the whole house. Wow, I don't <laughs> so know he, Yeah, he got this... You know, he always orders this chilli that's illegal in this yeah, country. Yeah, my brother's one of these people who, like, so, I found this Mexican chilli that'll burn your eyes out. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, let's have a spoonful. Yeah, they used to <laughs> use it as weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it. He broke in one time and he, he mixed the, the powder and the tin of coffee... Mm-hmm. So that was mum. Mum got pranked. Then she's allergic to chili, so could have killed her. Yeah. Um, Total her. He went into the fridge and smeared like chili paste over all the cans of beer that me and dad used to drink. Why would you do this? He went upstairs, got my toothbrush and dipped it in the chili powder. <gasps> oh but my then, goodness. the main event, he'd made a paste and squirted it into dad's fixident. That's well out of order. For his <laughs> false teeth. For his false teeth. And once they're in, they're in for a good 12 hours. We were going to the match and, and dad's like... It warm my mouth. Anyway, <laughs> by the time his teeth came out later, blistered everywhere. Oh my goodness! That's next, not a prank. That's next, GBH. It's the next level, isn't it? It's the next level. He's a psychopath, that boy. No one trusts him. No, you can't. Any time he comes around, he's like, "Oh, I made these muffins." You're like, "Well, stick them up your backside, make that." You know. He's, he's used his kids before now to in, in on the prank. <laughs> yeah. And this is, he made him and said, "Oh, you know, my sons helped me make this because no one trusts Stephen." So no. it was my uncle who went, "Oh, I'll I'll try one then, bit it." Straight away, he was like, oh, done, done him, done. And her friend's daughter tried it and she was crying. And then actual it, tears, actual tears. But instead of any symphony, 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 sympathy, symphony, sympathy, sympathy. There you go. Wow, that was fine. tough, wasn't it? It's fine. We can edit that out. That's the beauty of the pre record. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, instead of any of that, sympathy, what's wrong with you? Okay, so, I've been the idiot amnesty back. <laughs> Do you want a cup? Sympathy. <laughs> So any, any, instead of any sympathy, yeah. her mum just said, what have I told you about eating food at the Manfords? And that, that's who we became. Wow, we're those people. We are those Manfords who you don't eat food at their house. There you go, lesson learnt. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, so me and Colin were having a flick through the news recently and there was a, 
a story about Donald Trump getting a prank call from a comedian, uh, John Melendez, on Air Force One. It's crazy. He was actually on the aeroplane. And a phone call comes through and he, and he pretended to be uh, a, a Republican senator. And they're having a good old chat about it. Unbelievable. It's, it's crazy. that kind of, Air Force One, though, that's... You've got through to the president and, you've had, and they've had a proper chat. I think... Did he ring him back? I'm sure they, he rang him back as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> they actually rang him back to make... Unbelievable. And I thought... I sort of thought those things were going out of fashion. You know, pranking. A, a good old prank phone call, yeah. You don't hear about them, you know, that much anymore. I remember when I was growing up, Steve Penk used to be the king of the wind-ups. Oh, definitely, yeah. Here on, he was on Q103 here in uh, Manchester, and that used to be... That was a right laugh on the way to school, having a listen to them. But then gradually, as you get older, and as you get your own phone, you start just realising that's... Yeah. It's, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I go on YouTube and I see those pranks, I always feel... And I know you like them, but I always feel like... Anytime I see... Prankster uh, John Phillips, I think, <laughs> numpty. This I'm not going to like you. <laughs> I do like I like silly ones though. You see the one? There's one where a guy rang an Indian takeaway mm. and places an order, and then he rings another Indian takeaway, and he goes, "Can you just play that order back and then put some on the phone to each other?" <laughs> so it's just it's silly, but I think that's, yeah. that's it's harmless, isn't it? It's... Well, sort of. Apart from somebody's business, Col. <laughs> Somebody's business, which is difficult as it is with the current business rates, the prices of the are, you know, I'm just saying. That's the sort of things I think about. But you you know what, you keep having a laugh, mate, that's oh, fine. Wow. What a, well, I'm waiting for a comedian to, to kill the mood. <laughs> <laughs> but we asked on Facebook just to see if, you know, if pranks were still alive and well, really. And it seems to be, maybe, maybe it's just me who doesn't find them funny anymore, but some of these are cracking. Amy Driscoll said, my husband forced me to watch Paranormal Activity. I didn't fancy it, I didn't want to watch it, but she watched it anyway. He then spent the next few weeks trying to convince me there was something in our house. Little tricks at first, saying he heard noises, moving things around, until one night, about four weeks after we'd watched it, where he decided to recreate the scene where someone gets dragged out of bed. Three o'clock in the morning, and woken up by him screaming and somehow magically sliding himself to the bottom of the bed like a demon is pulling him. I still haven't fully forgiven him six years on. Wow, that is commitment, though. That is a long... That's the long con. That is... He's gone for it, hasn't he? That's scary pranks. I do it with my wife. If you, we, have a, we have a thing... She's our, easily scared, Emma, though, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, so we have, we have a thing on our Facebook page called The, the Screaming Landlady. So you can go on there, there's about 22 <laughs> episodes now. It's just... It's so easy. But a nice jump, a nice scare, it will always be... I, I get what you're saying It's good for pranks. the system. Of course it is. It's, ah! Ah! <laughs> get it out, get oh, it mate, out. It's fine. Uh, Mick Brown says, I once left a post-it note on a mate's desk saying he had a missed call and could he ring back Miss Liz Windsor? Then left the number for Buckingham Palace. Brilliant. <laughs> he actually <laughs> rang. Hello, is Liz there? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's all right. I don't mind that. Robin Briggs, me and my friends, after a drunk all-day session, started ringing people out of the phone book. I rang a Mr Jelly and asked him if he was all set for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's like... Home, that's like, was it? Uh, Bart, Bart Simpson? Bart Simpson, yeah. <laughs> Oh, we need to grow up, man, but we never will. We never will! Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Still celebrating the World Cup win. Yes, absolutely. England, we don't know, by the way, if that <laughs> happened because we've recorded this in the middle of July. Uh, we're talking this morning about pranks, though. If they are, are they still a thing? Are they still popular? I hope they make a comeback. Maybe they will. I mean, without Jeremy Beadle knocking about, it's sort of gone out of fashion. Nobody does them anymore. 
No, it's really impractical jokers, but that's just them doing it with each other. With each other, yeah. So. Simon Carr says, back in the 90s when the National Lottery first started, we taped the results on VHS, then bought a ticket for next Saturday's draw with last week's numbers on it. Then just before our dad got back from the pub, we pressed play on the video and enjoyed the show. No. Wow. Now, see, I think I think you could be done, like, I think if you killed somebody you because they did that, there, yeah. in court, the judge would go, case dismissed. Wow. You, you sort of deserve that. That is deep. <laughs> That's harsh, isn't it, that? Imagine how excited you think you've won the lottery and it's just a couple of numpsies just have a, hey, we got you! That's what gets me about the prank. It's like, it's just making someone feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. You know what I mean? And maybe because as, as a comic, as a stand-up comedian, I always try, you know, make myself the idiot in my stories. Even if a lot of my stories, when I tell them on stage, when they happened originally, I wasn't the idiot. But yeah. when I retell them, people appreciate I make me out to be the fool. A bit of self-deprecation. But that's why, that's why I don't like it. Unless it's like Jane Ashmore says, my son is an avid Rotherham United supporter. I recently, recently bought him a, a book off the internet, all you ever wanted to know about Rotherham United. He was very excited about it until he opened it up and it was blank. <laughs> that's fine. I'm it's, fine with that. That's nice like gag, a, it? Yeah. Oh, mum. Classic. And also, she will cry laughing at that for, for months, for years. That's hers, yeah. Jane will be like, oh, do you remember that time with the Rotherham United? Like, yes, mum, I remember it. <laughs> so that's fine. I'm fine with that sort of thing. But it's just when it's a bit harsh. The lottery thing, I think. No. Yeah, I think that I would... You've got to draw the line somewhere. Lorraine it? says... Lorraine Mullane. That's a good name, isn't it? Classic. Crikey. <laughs> she said, that sounds like a practical joke in itself. <laughs> Years ago, my dad called me and asked me to pop to Wicks and get a glass hammer. Went there thinking it was a specialist hammer to do tiles in the bathroom. Wow. A glass hammer. Imagine just standing at the desk. Where are your glass hammers? That is funny. That was a classic. When I worked I like on building one. sites, you know... Building sites and, and breakers yards and that, you know, they, it was always a go and get the sky hooks, the tartan paint. Yeah, it was, these, it was always a that was quite a lot. Exactly. Yeah, it was what you did to the labourers and the, the apprentices, don't you? That's that's it. That's that's sort of a you've got to do that. It's a coming of age when you get those sort of jobs, but I can't get over that lottery one. <laughs> so harsh. <laughs> it was the episode of the Fresh Prince, wasn't it? Where they did it to the butler. And the, the, the exact same prank. Oh, really? And Jeffrey then was like, he, he quit his job and smashed smashed up the, the priceless vases and stuff, saying, I'll get you a new one, whatever. Wow. And then so obviously he lost his job, ended up living in an apartment somewhere because he found out it was a joke. Oh. But luckily, Uncle Phil was a nice guy. Yeah. Do you know what's weird is in, in a three hour show, you've used the Fresh Prince as a reference a couple of times. <laughs> well, that's because I'm looking to be the first uh, white Will Smith tribute act. Okay. So I can um, see that. It's, it's an untapped market. It really is, for a reason. So, I think... <laughs> There's a reason Am I doing it for charity first, just so people buy tickets out of sympathy? I think you'd be better off. Sympathy, did it, nailed oh, it. Yeah, you've got there, he's got there. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, well, I'll be back uh, next Sunday. Um, I, can't, I don't know when this goes out, but it'll at some point in August. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, I hope you're enjoying a, your lovely summer as well. I hope it's going well for you. Uh, I am on tour, start my tour again in September. We head off with, over to Ireland. Wow. An Irish tour. Uh, so we're heading over there. Uh, feel free to buy some tickets in advance if you want, because uh, for some reason they're a bit lastminute.com. Uh, <laughs> 
in the uh, in the Republic and in the North. So, uh, yeah, come along. Uh, I'm doing all places over there. And then I'm up to Scotland, doing loads of places up there. And, of course, later on in the year, Manchester Arena and various other places. Come and see us. Muddle Class Tour. It's pretty good. You've seen it, haven't you, Colin? It's a fantastic show. I've seen it twice, though. Oh, thanks, Colin. It's your best one yet. Oh, listen to this. And, this is, and that's my brother saying that. Yeah. So imagine how good it really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because he would not be saying those things. No, exactly. What you? about you? What have you got planned for the rest of the day? Uh, just uh, pub stuff. Pub stuff. Um, I'm on a course at the minute. Yeah. Doing some digital marketing. Digital marketing yeah. course. And then off the back of it, I might do my own tour. Yeah, why not? How do you sell an unknown product? <laughs> Keep digital doing marketing. Keep doing them courses. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where music matters. Hello, podcast listeners. So, uh, on the show today, me and Colin did a, a, a thing about um, transferring money to a friend uh, and then putting funny references. Now, I did the best I could to make it a funny link because, obviously, the best ones are unable to be on air. Very blue. I mean, you went through these as well, didn't you, on did, Facebook yeah. for us? <laughs> Crikey, some of the things people have put. Uh, Rachel Clement, my son's dad transferred me money with the reference, thanks for the BJ. <laughs> which I had to print out and give to my mortgage advisor. <laughs> this is not what the reference optional reference point is for. <laughs> Maxine Elizabeth Graham, every time I transfer my partner money, I change the reference for letting me finger your bum hole. <laughs> <laughs> I always hope he has to show his statement to somebody. Wow. That is I'll glorious. tell you what, mate, <laughs> she is a keeper. <laughs> She is a keeper, and not just for a sense of humour. Oh, yeah. Claire Fox, my husband transferred money to me for anal bleaching and vagina tightening. Uh, he, he'd also received money for a scrotal uplift. He has since seen the lights and changed it to all bills and stuff for the reason if we ever get divorced and I want to show how much I've contributed to our own mortgage and bills. That makes sense. <laughs> Rather than scrotal uplift. At least, at least it, they know where their, their relationship's heading. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Is that a real thing, a scrotal uplift? Is that a thing? I don't want to Google it. I definitely don't. Well, so not at work. No. <laughs> not at work. Katie Lowry says, uh, it was all fun and games until we had to provide bank statements for our mortgage application. I had to sharpie over dildo hotline and bump on 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the bum the bum one was out now. Yeah, yeah. Three thousand model. Yeah, wow. it's, it's pretty fancy. It's pretty fancy. <laughs> Adriana Corin says it's all fun and games, Jason, until you have to show your bank statement to the government for visa purposes and they see organic dildos. Organic dildos. Very thoughtful dildos. Wow. <laughs> you can now see why we didn't do this link live on air. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe Young, my girlfriend, had to give an estate agent three months' worth of bank statements when she applied for a flat. Three months' worth of friends transferring her money with references such as dildos for crack, sex money and drugs. Oh, well, what a three months she had, though. <laughs> wow, cracky. You're going to need a house after that. That's unbelievable. Laura Thompson, girl I work with, transferred me her lunch portion on payday. It was our monthly treat, so she put reference vibrating strap-on. Payback will be mine. <laughs> She'll remember that one. Absolutely. Who are these people getting away with these things? See, I, I feel like I've been missing out for years. Now. Oh, it's a great game. It's a great game. Ransom. I go with ransom money quite Ransom's a lot. Ransom's a good one. That's quite. That's not. That's a bit PG. That's quite funny. Um, and uh, yeah, money laundering. Be careful with that one because they do. Yeah. They do give you a ring. 
So yeah. just be careful. There you are. That's a little bonus link for the podcast listeners. Please subscribe and uh, and download them all. It's like 120, 130 hours of free stuff with a good 10 or 12 good hours in there. You've just got to find them. <laughs> <laughs>